everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today it is a How I Got Here version of the podcast with Bob Decker, who is the hauler driver for Front Row Motorsports number 34 team. So he's Michael McDowell's hauler driver. We had not done a hauler driver yet this year on the How I Got Here series and had a couple requests for some. So uh, this worked out well for to have Bob on this week. So let's jump right in and take a listen on how Bob Decker got to where he is today. Uh, All right, everybody, I'm here with Bob Decker. Bob, thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you doing this. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh, this a pleasure to do this for you. Um, yeah, I'm excited because you're the first hauler driver we've done, and I know a lot. Actually, I've had some suggestions of people going, "Hey, you got you guys should really talk some hauler driver, drivers." Um, first of all, can you tell us like what what is what all does your job entail? I know it's not just driving the, haul, the hauler. Uh, well, the easy part is driving a hauler. Uh, you, you know, once you get to the racetrack. You basically, uh, you know, you set up uh, according to points and you park the truck. Um, this, we're usually a day early before the team gets here. Uh, we park the truck usually at night, so we uh, have to unload the toolboxes, unload the truck, get everything squared away for the next day for when the guys get here. And uh, pretty much they come in and do the rest of the setup. And then what is what is your role? Um, how does that uh, evolve through the race weekend then what do you do like when, once the cars are on track and stuff uh, well I pretty much uh, maintain the trailer take care of everything that needs to be done on the trailer set everything up uh, the pit upstairs uh, the observation deck um, then when the race practice starts I'm in the garage uh, I help change tires I, I run the cool down unit I, I run fuel I do all the fuel waiting you you weigh the fuel for each practice. Wow! Uh, get the ice because the ice you need to cool down for the ice and uh, pretty much a little bit of everything. Keep everything organized. Running all over the place, huh? Yeah. Um, so, like, how did this start for you? Did you grow up as a race fan? Did you want to be involved with racing? How did how did that start? Well, uh, when I was five, believe it or not, my next door neighbor was the manager of Orange County Speedway. Oh, okay. In Middletown, New York. Wow. And uh, he used to throw me in the car and set me in the grandstands. And uh, from then on, that's, that's where it all started. Wow. So did you, like, when you were growing up, were you thinking, I want to have a career in racing? Or did you just like it? Or, like, what, what did you want to be, I guess, when you grew up? Uh, I was always a car nut. Uh-huh. Um, I was pretty lucky once, once I got of age where I could afford to do this myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my own dirt race team in New York for 14 years. And uh, I ran a big block modified there. Okay. And uh, did pretty well. Uh, won a couple races, got rookie of the year. And after that, I uh, got married, had a kid, and uh, started a trucking company. And I worked for Horseless Carriage, running my own truck coast to coast. And, of course, being a race fan again, uh, I traveled out with the Outlaws. Okay. I helped Joey Saldana out. Wow. So, uh it was pretty much an easy truck driving job because I got to make my own schedule, my own uh, where I wanted to go. So I picked the races and I followed them around quite a bit. And uh, so that's pretty much, uh, you know, the racing part of it. Um, after that, a friend of mine called me from uh, from North Carolina that was win- in with the Outlaws and wanted to know if I wanted to get a job in NASCAR. Hmm. 
So I was pretty much tired of the road, you know, running uh, my truck for 15 years. And my daughter was moving to North Carolina to go to college. And uh, so he says, you want to go to work for Roush, driving a hauler. So I said, hmm, NASCAR? Yeah. You know, racing's in my blood. And that's pretty much, you know, the, the top of the line racing series. So I jumped, jumped at the chance. And so what hauler did you start off driving there? I started with Carl Edwards. Okay. Nice. Uh, on the 99. <clears throat> I was there uh, with him for five years, mm-hmm. and we won 16 races together. Wow. That's Had a good fun. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and then did you go straight from Roush to Front Row? or? Uh, well, when the Petty-Roush merger d- deal went together, mm-hmm. um, th- they wanted me to go over with Casey Kane. Okay. Over on the Petty side. So, unfortunately, Casey only stayed one year. And uh, so, but I, I did stay with the Petty deal, and I was with Marcus Ambrose for four years. Oh, wow. So that, that was pretty fun. Yeah. And so you've gotten to work with some fun drivers. Yeah, it was, re- it was really good. A good opportunity, you know, that I had so far in racing. is like I couldn't be <laughs> any luckier, you know, because there's so many guys in the business that never want to race. Oh, yeah. You know, and it, I won my first year here. <laughs> you know, it was, pre- it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, can we, if we can back up to your, your own racing career for a moment, um, you said, I think you owned the team for 14 years. You had the team for 14 years. Did you drive that entire stretch? Yes, I drove myself and there was, there was three owners uh-huh. and, uh, I, I was the driver, the part owner. And so, um, you said you won a few races. Uh, why, why did you stop driving? Uh, basically got married and couldn't afford it no more. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty much what happens to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you ever miss driving like now when you see guys I still, out there? I still drive. Oh, okay. We go around and, and we do the, like the pit, pit challenge races. Uh-huh. Like we'll go to different tracks. Uh, we're, we're pretty lucky. We got a bunch of guys that are ex-racers and we go to different tracks and we all kind of, they give us their cars and we go out and race them. Wow. And it, it, it's pretty awesome. Like the MRO put on a race at Black Rock here before they changed the schedule to a two-day show. And you race all the cup guys would go over and race. And they happened to need a, need a driver one time because one shouldn't show up. And he knew I drove a car. So they said, you want to race? So I said, sure, I'll, t- I'll take a shot at it. I haven't sat in a seat in 12 years. Wow. And I went out and won the race. No way. Wow. <laughs> so it's, that was pretty cool. Dang, that's awesome. Um, so is it true that I heard that you also had some military service uh, during your life? Yeah, I was in the Army, uh-huh. U.S. Army. I was only in for three years because uh, my dad owned a, uh, a tree business. And once I did my time in the military, uh, I was stationed in uh, Fort Ord, California. Uh, I got out and then I basically went back to work with my dad. So was that why, why did you want to be in the military um, during that time? Um Believe it or not, I went in when I was 17. It was, um, you know, I, I was uh, a child with no father. My father was a boss. And uh, so basically, you know, I went in to take care of my mom. Mm-hmm. So um, was, that, was that hard for you to leave home and, um, during that time? Yeah, it was pretty hard. You know, my mom is a single mom. I'm sorry. 
No, that's I, I, I understand. But it was a it was a good experience. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. You know, that served my country, and you know, I got out and uh, basically went back to work again. Wow, thank you for that service. Um, so, were you able to do any sort of racing or anything like that, like when you were in the army, or was that all on hold that whole time? No, I was, I was too young, and yeah, you know, I was only 17 when, like I said, when I went in, and and I had a motorcycle, I raced motocross, but um, that was that was pretty much it of my racing, and I didn't really start. Uh, real racing until I was 27. Oh, I see. So, so pretty late. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't have the money. Yeah. You know, so we basically scrounged everything together and we got a couple guys and threw a car together and and uh, from then on we got pretty good. Got a couple sponsors. I, I was sponsored by Wendy's. Wow. So that was that was pretty good. Yeah. And uh, a couple of other big sponsors. A friend of mine hit the lotto. For uh, seven million, is really? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! So he helped me out quite a bit. Wow, that's a and, good friend uh, to have. Kept us going, yeah. you know. And like I said, we, we did really good, you know, for what we had. Yeah. Um, so if you hadn't gotten the call from your friend at the, at the one point to say, "Hey, do you think you you know want to come try NASCAR?" What do you think you would have been doing, or what direction would your life have, have been going in? Uh, it's, I've been in some racing somewhere. Uh-huh. You know, because at that my, time you were with the Outlaws and stuff. Yeah, right it's in my blood. Uh, I mean, t- when I'm 80, I'll still be a dirt track. I'm a dirt racer. Okay. I'm not. I never raced on asphalt. I'm a true dirt racer. You know, I love NASCAR and everything, but my my heart and, and soul is in dirt racing. That's really cool. So I get people um, who've who've asked me like, you know, how how do you actually become a, a hauler driver? If there's somebody out there who would like love to do this in NASCAR, what advice would you give to them? Um, well, first of all, you, you know, you gotta have a good, good record. You gotta have a good license. And, and nowadays they're trying to get the younger crowd in here. Um, it's just pretty much luck of the draw. Hmm. You know, if you know somebody, it's, it's a plus, but uh, just keep trying, keep your resumes out there. Um, you know, show up, mm-hmm. show your face. You know, because nobody knows a piece of paper. Right. So, you know, that's like any job. Yeah. But if you keep pushing, like Carl Edwards said, he used to hand cards out and say, you need to hire me, you know. And he was right. You know, look what happened to him, you know. Yeah. Um, any any final thoughts on um, what what your life is like or um, what, what it's like to be you, I guess? Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, uh, I've been so lucky in my career. I mean... <clears throat> I've always had a good job, you know. I got a great family, beautiful home. <clears throat> I came into NASCAR. <clears throat> they used to have a, a truck driver challenge. Mm-hmm. I love you're familiar with that. The pilot challenge and the truck dr- and the freightliner challenge. Mm-hmm. It's like a rodeo. You know, you drive your truck through the chicanes and all kinds of stuff. And I'm the only one <clears throat> so far. To win both of them. Wow, really? That's awesome. In the same year. Wow. Yep. That's pretty cool. Um, well, it's a great story. Thank you so much for taking the time to share it. Well, I sure appreciate it. You know, it was a little, little rough for me. I'm sorry for the little. Uh, <laughs> no, it's hey, emotion is is part of it. You know, I mean, it's a genuine thing. You know. But uh, I really pr- appreciate this, and uh, you know, hopefully, you can do this for you know for somebody else down the road. Cool. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody. So there you have it. And, uh, you know, Bob was apologizing there for getting choked up a few times during the interview, but nothing wrong with some emotion. 
and uh, obviously he cares uh, about his job and his family and, and uh, is very grateful for, for all he's been able to accomplish. So I think that was pretty cool. And I uh, hope you didn't mind the, the pauses there. Decided to just keep those in instead of edit them out because thought they uh, added to the interview. Anyway, I am actually recording this here at Portland International Raceway where it is the first day of the IndyCar weekend here. Uh, testing is going on right now. Probably can't hear it in the background, but if you hear some cars in the background, that's what that is. Anyway, um, the next podcast, speaking of that, will be a sort of half Portland Grand Prix, half Darlington podcast because I'm going to cover the Portland race here on Sunday afternoon. And then I will be going to a watch party with some NASCAR fans. Actually, everybody's invited. If you're in Portland, contact Justin Bukowski on Twitter. Um, He's hosting it at his house and we're going to go over there and have a nice uh, barbecue, watch uh, Darlington. And uh, I will try to do some podcasting there um, with somebody or multiple people at the, at the event there. So, uh, that's the plan for the next episode of the podcast. And then on Tuesday, it will be a 12 questions interview with Daniel Suarez going into the cutoff race where he will likely have to win in order to make the playoffs. So, uh, that will be the next one of those. Anyway, I appreciate your support as always. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, and I will talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Glock Podcast.